Welcome to Zebra's Popcast, short, inspiring, and informational segments pulled from our weekly furniture refinishing podcast, Zebra's Before and After. Today's podcast features two clips from Season 2, Episode 39. Our guests were Katie with Furniture Refreshed and Emily with 1379 Design. The discussions are all about staging and photography. We'll start with our interview with Katie. Enjoy. Let's talk about the close-up shots. Uh, you, you really have a good eye. Do you feel like you struggle at all? Or is it just seem, I mean, is it just very natural for you when you're taking these uh, shots? I mean, I don't, I, I do struggle. Um, I think, you know, I think you always sort of second guess yourself and maybe we're our own worst critics, but I do. It's, you know, it's always, is the lighting right? Am I getting the right angle? Um, even the staging, you know, it's fun. I really like doing it, but I do. I sort of drag things, you know, I stage in my garage and so I'm dragging things in and out of the house uh, to try and find the right stuff to sort of put with it and not have it be yeah. too much and have it be enough that the, you know, you're still featuring the furniture. It's such a balance, isn't it? Just, I mean, just what you said is key because you can over stage it and then it's like the piece gets lost in it. But that's, that's a big, big part of it is knowing what to put in and what to not put in and when to stop, right? Yeah, definitely. <laughs> I have a lot, you know, sort of hundreds of pictures on my phone that I end up going through sometimes and figuring it out. So you mentioned phones. So you're taking everything on your phones, not a DSL? Uh, LR, no, I, a I just, I use my phone. Um, I find it, wow. I, it does great. Um, I'm really happy with the photos that it takes. And then I can kind of edit them pretty quickly. And it's, it, for me, it's less steps. Yeah. Now, do you edit them uh, on an app in your phone or do you then upload them to your computer? What, what's the story um, there? I use Snapseed, uh, the Snapseed app mm -hmm. on my phone um, primarily to do most of the editing. I try to not do too, too much. You know, I actually, on my staging wall, I have a big outlet that I always have to, you know, sort of hide. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then um, sometimes some of the lighting, I will uh, play around with that a little bit. But I, I try to not do too much because I don't want to affect the actual look of the piece. Um, so I almost yeah. never play around with the coloring on a piece or anything mm. like that. So um, it's more background stuff. So do you have fun taking these photographs? I do. I do. I really like the photographing part. It's just it's so rewarding to kind of pull it all together at the end um, and uh, have something to show for it. it. It is rewarding, isn't it? I mean, just to have put all the effort into it and then to get it to the point where you can really show it off. And I think what you said about, uh, you know, answering that question, yeah, I have fun with it. I mean, I think that's, that's so important to any part of the process is just to enjoy it. And, and it's evident that you do enjoy it because the photographs that you take are really, really nice. Um, it's funny, Thank you. on October 9th, you posted a close-up of a shot you took of a desk and a chair, I believe. It was sort of like top down and it formed a smiley face. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was fun because you commented, smile, it's Friday. But it was such a cool, I mean, it wasn't cheesy or hokey at all. I mean, it was just a really nice classic shot of this table and chairs, but it did form a nice composition, which was a smiley face. And that one, I didn't real. it was one of those until I took the picture and kind of was scrolling back through them later. I sort of said, hey, that looks like a smiley face. And um, <laughs> it's like, I've got to use that somehow. Yeah, that was perfect for a Friday, wasn't it? It was. So any tips or recommendations on shooting the right angles and close-ups as you go through that process? 
I mean, for me, I think one of the things I always do, especially for that, you know, those shots, the shot that um, we're talking about specifically, um, I really, I get down on the floor. I'm sure I was lying flat on my stomach for that (laughs) one um, and really just not being afraid to kind of get in all sorts of, you know, strange positions to get the right shot and with the right lighting. Um, You know, I usually Mm -hmm. always shoot at the same time of day uh, and that helps with my lighting and keeping the you know, lighting consistent mm-hmm. in my photographs too. Yeah, you you hit on I think a really important tip, and that is to, you know, you you just mentioned you get down on the floor because I think sometimes we tend to look at things from the position that we're normally in, which mm-hmm. is you know what four, five, six feet up, depending on how tall you are, and to be able to look at different angles and to shoot up to create some drama or shoot down. Um, I, I would imagine that that's, that's like, you know, one of the key things in creating really good close-ups and, and showing them in places that maybe most people would not normally look because you're, because again, you're up and you're not looking down and then up. Yeah. So, and, and be in using a camera, I mean, today's, you know, whether it's a phone or a DSLR, you know, everything's digital. So you don't have to get worried about film and wasting film. Right. And so yeah the more shots you take and you said that app that you used that was uh snapseed snapseed yep okay yeah i think uh several others have mentioned that in fact i think katie cloud uses that uh, Uh, she may i think you know i do listen to your um podcasts and so i'm i may have gotten that recommendation from somebody else i don't remember exactly but i have heard it mentioned before so katie i mean we're seeing stuff that is you know just phenomenal work How, how long have you been refinishing Really about a year. Um, I really only started doing this uh, actually last November. So I did a furniture painting workshop and was hooked. So (laughs) I just sort of from that point on, um, really sort of was like, I need to do more. And I, you know, my husband wanted me to stop painting all the furniture in the house. So at that point, I had to sort (laughs) of start (laughs) looking outside the home and, um, you know, started thinking about turning it into a little bit of a, you know, sort of part time business. Well, that was was exactly what I was going to ask you. So it is a part-time business, then it's not just a hobby. I mean, you're you're doing this to to actually uh, make some money. That's great. I'm trying. I mean, sort of, as I said, you know, I'm very new to it and just sort of trying to figure out at this point where it takes me. Um, You know, it's it's nice because there's so much flexibility. You can kind of, you know, increase or decrease uh, your productivity and what you're doing depending on what else you've got going on. So I, I like that flexibility a lot. How do, how do you get the word out about your, your work? Is it primarily through social media? Right now, yeah, it really is um, through Instagram um, and Facebook are sort of the two platforms that I'm on um, right now. And that was, uh, you know, sort of how I decided. I was like, I've got to get my name out there somehow. Um, and so that's sort of where I began. Well, certainly hats off to you. I mean, you are you would be classified, I guess, anything under a year would be a newbie. And to be able to produce some of the stuff that you're doing is... You've got a uh, uh, a bright road ahead of you in oh, refinishing, you. Uh, so we'll we'll have to all keep an eye on you. You're doing doing really nice work. I mean, not just from the refinishing, but to the staging and photography. Obviously, as we just highlighted, so keep up the great work. Share your Instagram awesome. account so folks can follow you. It's furniture dot refreshed. Wow, that's excellent. Make sure you follow Katie. She's one to keep an eye on for sure. Well, happy refinishing, Katie. All right, I appreciate it. Thank you. Hi, this is Jen from Vintage Sisters, and this podcast is sponsored by our friends at Zebra. 
Where do I begin to share our favorite things about zebra paintbrushes? Let's start with our favorite brush, the square. Hands down, we don't do a project without one. We love this brush for getting into grooves, corners, and detailed edges. Zebra brushes come in a variety of shapes and sizes, and they're very affordable, so that price point is an added bonus. When you get the chance to try one out and see for yourself what a flawless finish they can help you achieve with your project, we're confident that you'll be hooked on them as well. Thanks, Jen. We appreciate you and Amanda, and we love that you love our brushes. Now back to our discussion on staging and photography, and this segment is with Emily of 1379 Design. Now, let's let's sort of dive into the staging and photography side because, you know, we featured uh, your East Lake dresser as a Zebra Weekly pick, and we highlighted it, I believe, with, because you did two different staging uh, setups. I did. Yeah, one was with some fall leaves, which is really cool, and then you did the other one with the hydrangeas. Mm-hmm. And what's interesting about those two pieces, I was just trying to look at it, just kind of comparing it. Number one, it's it's pretty simple, which is very nice. I mean, mm-hmm. it's just, it's, it's sort of a very nice, complete look in both cases. But the the hydrangea has a, a round mirror offset on the wall. Mm-hmm. And the, the other one with the leaves is in, uh, I'm not sure what kind of pot that is. Maybe you can describe it, but then the leaves are coming out of it. Um, and the mirror is not there. Obviously, it probably would have been conflicting. I just think that's so cool when you start looking about the balancing aspect of staging and the photography as well. It's interesting how you can pull all the props off, put a whole new set of props on, and they both equally enhance the furniture piece that you that you did really, really well. So t- just tell us a little bit about what goes through your mind when you're staging or, or any f- processes you go through. How do you come up with what you come up with? I mean, because they're brilliant. Oh, wow. I, so I think that's really interesting that you noted balance. For for me, it's like I go into staging a piece and I pull out, you know, rugs and all these, you know, decor pieces, and I'll have like a pile of 20 things off to the side. And what ends up happening is half the time I just put a vase of flowers on top and I walk away and I'm like, boom, <laughs> that's it. Something just so simple. It, you know, it's not that hard, but it, in the beginning, you're thinking, oh, I need to accessorize and pile books and stack this and add that. But for me, sometimes it's just about balance and that round mirror that's in the one shot with the hydrangeas to me just kind of helped balance the photo. And I, it gave me a place to put my watermark, if that makes sense. I always kind of try to think about where my watermark's going to be. Is it going to look okay? Is it going to fit? And then when it came to the leaves, I was going for a walk one day, just kind of soaking in the sun and the fall feels and saw this branch and kind of gasped. And I'm walking home, marching with this giant branch, (laughs) which I'm not totally not afraid to do. And I just wanted to from a neighbor's yard. (laughs) Well, I kind of live near a wooded area. And so I just kind of felt like I was doing the town good by pruning the branch. Sure, sure. Absolutely. It's good to prune. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. And it just pulled different tones from the dresser. And so to keep it simple, I took that there's brass hardware and I like to bring that element up top. Mm -hmm. So I put the leaves in a brass face and you could still see the mirror behind it. And I took a photo and I was just like, this is, it's too much. So I pulled Mm -hmm. the mirror down and boom, it was just simple. And that was the shot. It's it's a lot of fun to look at uh, these pieces that uh, the, the, the community as a whole puts out. Oh, yeah. 
you know, especially as you're scrolling through and something stops you and you look at it, you're like, wow, that is such a nice shot, a nice piece, nice staging. But then, you know, with it, once you realize it's a really cool shot, you start looking at all the details and it's it's a lot of fun to see how things work. I mean, you just pulled this branch off because it, you know, it really caught your eye. And then once you stuck it in the vase, I don't know, you probably played with it a little bit, but you mentioned watermarks. It's neat how the East Lake dresser is still center stage, mm-hmm. but the way the branch and the leaves work and the colors, it does draw you to your watermark really nicely too. So it's just a, a really, a, a really neat effect that's taking place there. Yeah, appreciate that. Sometimes simple is the way to go. You know what? I really think that, and you know, feel free to offer some advice to people that are maybe nervous about staging and, you know, photography. But I would think, and we've talked about this often, that simple is always at least start simple, right? And then kind of go from there. Yeah. And somehow I'm the opposite. I'll start like over the top (laughs) and I take things away as soon as I start taking pictures. And I'm like, no, I don't like it. It's too much. And I start taking away, taking away, and I end up with something completely simple. So yeah, it's a process and it, it takes trial and error and it takes, some days it takes 20 pictures and you're like, oh, that was easy. And some days it literally takes a hundred pictures until you're satisfied with what you've shot. So it's just trial and error. So let's talk more about the photography side. So uh, first of all, are you using your camera or a digital camera? Or are you using like your phone? I'm using my iPhone. But so many of you all out there in the furniture community use your phones. That's 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 amazing. That's uh, yeah. It's a testament of the quality of of the uh, smartphones today, isn't it? <laughs> oh, absolutely. I mean, I'd love to invest in a great quality camera, but again, it takes time to learn how to use it and to do it right. And I'm just, it's so easy to just grab your phone, and there's so many apps and way and tools to use to edit photos and and get the look you you want from them. So mm-hmm. I don't. It's just easy. It's in your back pocket. <laughs> now, what apps do you use to maybe enhance uh, edit? What What do you have going on for uh, editing your photos? Right. So my favorite one I use first is the Color Story app. And I'll typically go in and edit immediately. I'll edit uh, the brightness, uh, the contrast, the temperature, and the exposure. And I don't try to alter too much after that by adding oh filters because I do mm-hmm. want to try to keep the coloring as true to it as true to what it really is. Yeah. Um, for potential buyers, especially people that might want to purchase that particular paint color, those you know sometimes things don't photograph right, and you can adjust the bright you know the brightness or the saturation. Mm-hmm. You know, if you pho- like for instance the other day I photographed a black piece and it looked blue. Um, in my photo. So I had to adjust the contrast so that I could make it look more like what it really does look like in real life. That's my my favorite app. And that's the first thing I go to. And then it's my other app that I use that I love to erase with is the retouch app. So I, I, sh- I, I should share a photo of what my wall looks like, but there's literally a hundred nail holes <laughs> and there's, <laughs> there's nails still sticking in the wall and I'll go in and I'll erase all those and it, it makes my wall look brand new. Same with the floor. The floor can look dirty and have paint splatters all over, but I can go in and erase them and it looks like I have a super clean floor. In real life, I really do not. So the two apps is, uh, just to reiterate, is Color Story app and Mm -hmm. Retouch. Was the other one Retouch? Retouch, yep. Okay, very good. I know our listeners will want to jot that down and check into those apps as well. Now, when you're taking the photographs, of course, you're doing the staging, you're getting the props all set and you get it to where you want it and you start photographing. Tell us a little bit about how you approach the close-ups 
because I think that's, you know, I don't know, there's so many different ways to go about doing that. And I mean, is it just, you're just all over the place? I mean, is there certain angles you try to get? What, tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, I think it's, you nailed it. I'm all over the place. <laughs> I'll, um, I'll do, I'll usually do one of every single corner of the piece um, and uh -huh. try to pull a prop into it to make it interesting. But yeah, I, I kind of hold my phone out and scroll the phone around the piece until I think I've got, oh, that looks cool. And then I'll snap it. Sometimes it might be me switching over into portrait mode, which you can uh -huh. use on iPhone. Um, that'll focus in on, you know, maybe your hardware, but it'll blur the background and make just make it look like a real professional photograph. So I like to play around with that too. And that's where I might get different angles coming down. But yeah, it's kind of, I'm kind of all over the place, but I do kind of hold the phone around until I move it to a corner and I'm like, oh, that looks cool. And I'll take a picture. We just had a conversation uh, with Katie with Furniture Refreshed talking about the same thing. And uh, she mentioned that you know, she gets down on the floor and <laughs> looks up. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's what we're talking about is really looking for different perspectives maybe those perspectives that you don't normally think about. And, uh, and a lot of times those perspective photographs add a lot of drama to the piece as well. So it's just a matter oh, yeah. of sort of thinking out of the box on it. Yeah, you can create a mood. You can take those leaves that you used up top in your main photo and put them down on the ground just so you can pull in more color and attract your viewers to that photograph. Because that's what it's all about is kind of stopping people dead in their tracks and making them want to look and read further. Now, do you enjoy taking the close-ups? I do. I, I I would love to learn more about photography. I mean, I think I'm just more of an amateur with it, but um, I do love taking the photos and editing and, and going through the whole process. It's part of the art. Yeah, it, it really is. And of course, it's evident from what we see in your feed that you enjoy it because the uh, photographs are, are very, very nice. Now, what would you say to somebody who maybe is taking the full shot, right? They've staged mm -hmm. it, they take a picture of the of the piece, but they haven't really dived into the talent art of taking the close-ups. I mean, any recommendations for those folks? Right. So you get your main shot and you're super happy with it. Um and then it's always kind of nice to consider it like a sneak peek maybe for your followers. Mm, and so that's mm -hmm. where that detail shot comes into play. It's always nice to take a little bit of that prop that you might have used on top. Where did you get those prop ideas? Maybe you got the coloring from the hardware. The hardware's brass. You've got a couple of brass candlesticks up top. And maybe you've got a little vase with some sprigs of floral or leaves or whatever. Everything kind of ties in and coordinates up in that upper right-hand corner, let's just say, of that dresser you're doing. So just kind of get down low, get face-to-face -face with the dresser, and kind of square in that shot and try to get it all looking good in one shot, and, and then you've got it. That's like the easiest thing I could say is just to focus on maybe an upper or a left-hand side corner and then go from there mm -hmm. and then start playing around with those angles, like the one refinisher who got down on the ground and shoots up. And, and that's, <laughs> you know, that's one of the things I do too yeah. is kind of – you try to find those different cool angles that's really going to, I don't know, it just kind of make you want to keep going for more photos. It's almost like hidden treasure. You know, the more, probably yeah. the more photographs you take, moving around, taking, uh, and then once you, you know, once you get the photographs, you start looking at them, you're like, wow, that looks really, really nice. I like the way that one turned out. And then you can do some, you know, soft editing to it to get it to where you want it. Yeah. And then before you know it, you'll have 30,000 photos on your phone like I do. <laughs> that's right. I know. Because <laughs> that, that's the truth. That, that, that does happen quickly, doesn't it? <laughs> oh my gosh. Never satisfied. So Emily, tell us, how long have you been furniture refinishing? I guess it's been a little over three years now. 
maybe close to four. You've been doing it long enough to really have gained a lot of experience and probably know the uh, the ins and outs of, of the best way to approach certain aspects of furniture finishing. What, what is your favorite uh, phase of furniture finishing? Oh boy, I think it's the end. It's the photo. I really do. Yeah. I think like you go through the process of the paint on the brush and cleaning the hardware and seeing it all come together. And then you get the photo how you want it and you get to share it with everybody. And I think that's my favorite part. I kind of call it dress up day. (laughs) So playing dress up (laughs) with the furniture, I think is my favorite day. It's so funny because we've heard so many people comment on, because everybody does such a nice job on staging and it's so important. I think it's become really big. You know, if you think in the last few years and how furniture finishing has sort of, you know, evolved over the last few years, I mean, Obviously, photography has become huge and the effectiveness of staging. And so, so many people say a lot of times when somebody comes to buy something or they inquire about it, they want, they inquire about the props to go with it too, because they want it to look just like what they see it as in the photograph in their home. (laughs) Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And even like the, the vintage finds that you might find like at thrifting and thrift stores, people are always amazed. Like, where did you get that? And I'm like, oh, I got it at thrift store. Are you serious? Like they just... (laughs) That's how they fall in love with it, too. They can't believe that you can achieve a really high-end look by thrifting, by saving money yeah. and putting putting things together. Well, Emily, we appreciate you sharing not only about this East Lake dresser, but also some insight into how you go about taking close-ups of your pieces. I know that's helpful. So we just want to say thank you, Emily, for giving the furniture community so much inspiration with your uh, with your work. just would like to say that, you know, the the refurniture finishing community is amazing. And one of the best things I ever did was reach out to individual artists personally and make connections. And so making connections in this industry has been huge and that's how we all learn. So I've got, you know, buddies in the background with that, you know, if I'm taking a picture and I'm not hundred percent satisfied with it or things start to look blurry, I have a phone, a friend option, you know, where I can contact somebody and be like, Hey, does this photo look okay? Or does it look crooked or do I need to straighten it? And, make connections because your friends will help say, Hey, you know, I think it's a little bit crooked. You need to change the perspective or maybe move this mirror over a little bit. So I think just making connections in this community is also helpful for finding that right photograph. Well, thanks so much, Emily, and happy refinishing to you. Hey, thanks, Lane. I appreciate you having me on and appreciate you featuring my work. Friends, the Zebra International Golden Brush Awards are waiting for your votes. Please support this annual furniture refinishing event by going to enjoyzebra.com and clicking on the Golden Brush Awards at the top. You'll be able to check out all 30 finalist selections and vote for your favorite in each of the 10 categories. Tons of inspiration to be had upon your review of these pieces, and you'll be a part of the selection process. Also, every voter gets his or her name placed into a random drawing for several Zebra paintbrush giveaways. Next week, February 16th, we'll announce the winners of the Golden Brush Awards here on the podcast. We are really moved by the interest and excitement you all have shown for our podcast. Do you realize we have had three full seasons and we're getting ready to launch season four? In fact, February 23rd will be our debut. We are continuing many of the podcast segments that so many of you have enjoyed, as well as adding a few new ones. Make sure you tune in on February 23rd. Thanks for listening to the Zebra Popcast and Podcast. Stay tuned for next week when we announce the best of category winners of the third annual Zebra International Golden Brush Awards. Until next time, happy refinishing. <laughs>